Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Money Flows Podcast. This is going up a little late, almost forgot here. But this will conclude the week of November 23rd to the 27th. Yes. Great week. We did have off Thursday, remember, and Friday was a half trading day, so kind of a short week. We didn't get much happening, but man, oh man, I got to tell you, Tesla did great, guys. Uh, being a big Tesla fan myself, Tesla, I mean, unstoppable this week. It just kept going. I mean, on the five-day, starting at around 490 and just popping all the way up to a high of around, what was the high on the day? Nine, upwards and almost... Five nine eight. I mean, it almost hit 600. Great week for Tesla, though, with the... I mean, S&P inclusion news. That's some bullish uh, news articles. But they also had recalls, so... It's kind of... Kind of weird, but... When Tesla rallies, Tesla rallies. But regardless of Tesla... The S&P ended up... Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was positive the last day, but I guess it wasn't actually that bad on the week, but but anyways. That's uh I mean, was the week that good? No. But was it good? Yes, it was in the green, so we did end the week green. I think uh, I'm gonna go out a limb and say that Moderna ends up being the more common and widely used vaccine than the Pfizer one. Just saying. But it was kind of up pretty big this week, so something's going on there. There's obviously a lot more money being put in there than the news article headlines would uh syndicate, but whatever. Think what you want, but I think Moderna might have the vaccine that everyone wants. Also, there was some, I mean, I was kind of assuming this at the beginning of the week, but we did get that safe haven vaccine type deal where the vaccines become the, uh, or, sorry, 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 the EVs, the EVs become the safe haven. You end up having... Uh, it was, I think, Monday. Every single EV was up like 10 plus percent. It was insane. Then you got Neo, Tesla, SPI. One of the other ones, there was just Solo, Blink, ChargePoint, which is doing a reverse merger. Ticker SPE, I think it is. I mean, every single one of those was up huge. Anything EV related was up. IDEX, that was up. Um, Square, which I was uh, looking in for a speculative position there. Um, just because of the open uh, interest in the option chain and the volume on some of the December monthlies were insane. So I got in. And it did kind of skyrocket. And I'm expecting it maybe to even go to 30 here. But we'll see next week. Um, 
DraftKings not doing that bad this week because of the whole gambling. They were in like a new casino or something. And uh, I think also just on the pure hopes that we're, we might open back up. So sports betting still in play here. But yeah, I think the big news is going to be vaccines next week. This week it was kind of just no big news on the vaccine, no big news on the COVID. It was kind of just a balancing out week, kind of consolidation for most stocks. But there was your safe haven stocks like the EVs and Snapchat was kind of holding up pretty well. AMD and NVIDIA kind of tanked a little bit on Friday, but they're looking like they're getting ready for a leg higher, especially AMD. Very good consolidation there. But I don't know really what the recap here for this week. I mean, I hope everyone traded safe, traded smart, ri uh, managed risked. That's all you can do. There was definitely money to be made this week, though, especially holding uh, calls or just holding stock outright would have been very good. Uh, notable news, though, is we had Slack Technologies work in talks to get bought out by Salesforce. Really big news there. Joombia Technologies, the African Amazon, doing really good. And honestly, uh, I'm still a little skeptical on it, but maybe it's maybe it's a good play. Pelantar Technologies has been doing phenomenal. But of course, you had the ultimate bears put a topping report on oh time to ring the register I mean, come on what the hell they did that on illumina as well cannabis stocks were doing really good on friday they all kind of shot up at the end of the day i can't confirm that news but it was just a huge spike so there must have been some good news but you know, there's always plays in all different sectors. Uh, going into next week, though, I guess we can brief on that. Um, oh, Bitcoin. Let's talk about Bitcoin, everybody. Let's slow down real quick and talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. Bitcoin. Oh, my God. That has been doing phenomenal. If I can just say it that way. The price of Bitcoin... Was that like? Right, I don't even know. Let's look in the week. 18, 1880 or 1800 to like almost hitting 20k. It hit 19,500. And if you just look on the month, I mean, Bitcoin is up. It was almost up 50% on the month. But all of a sudden just started tanking same with gold um, I think they just got too ahead of themselves but I would still look at this maybe as a buy the dip honestly maybe look at it as a buy the dip Bitcoin could rally back up there maybe it just needs a healthy pullback and some consolidation but there could be another lag higher so keep an eye out for Bitcoin Bitcoin's a kind of weird one though it's not really easy to do technical analysis on it's hard to understand some of the different intricacies of it too so i mean if you're into bitcoin though tell me about it in the comments i would love to know more about it what your thoughts are on it are you a bullish 
are you a bull when it comes to Bitcoin or a bear? I'm personally a bull. I like it. I like the concept, but yeah. IPOs also have been doing great this week. If we go just to IPOs themselves, I mean, phenomenal with uh, Corsair was doing great. It had a little pullback. Pelantar, like I said, great. Asana finally came back. I was in that. Holding stock. That finally came back up to almost uh, IPO levels. I think it's almost just closing that gap up. And even mergers were doing good. SBE, like I said, IPOB just released their merged vote date. So that's really big for IPOB, which is obviously merging with Opendoor, as you should know. I like IPOB. I think Amwell was doing great. That's IPO. There's that other EV one, X, X, X ping. What the hell is it called? X, X pig, ping, Inc. That was a recent IPO this year. I think it was towards the beginning of the year, but still, kind of was like Neo to be honest. But great stock as well there. If you were just in it before, I, I, I really can't recommend it right now because I don't really know anything about it, but. It was doing good. The NASDAQ, I think, did the best this week, though. But here's the theory, guys. I'll leave you guys with this, okay? Here's the theory. Thanksgiving. We all spent Thanksgiving with our immediate family. Maybe some of us a little bigger. Maybe some of us even a little smaller. Maybe we had it alone this year. I'm not sure what your situation is. But what does that tell you, though, if there's still people that are going in large groups? And there definitely was a lot of people that went with more than just their immediate family. Maybe they had, a, uh, they had their distant relatives over, you know? Maybe they had a big 30-person. 30 30-person 30 is kind of big. But maybe, you know? In about a week, in about two weeks, one of the two, there's going to be COVID cases spiking all over the country due to Thanksgiving. And then a month, two months down the road, we're going to get the lagging indicator, which sadly is death. And if we get COVID spikes and COVID spikes in both cases and death, It's, I mean, Carnival Cruise is not going to be looking uh, as attractive when it starts to fall on that kind of news. Now, what if we get a vaccine is what a lot of people are probably thinking right now. What happens if there's a vaccine? Well, that would be big. And honestly, that could change the mood of the markets. That's why I'm not short the market right now. But there's a speculation here. And my thing is, we don't get the vaccine rolled out by the end of the year. I hope we do. But at the current pace we're at, if we were going to have it rolled out, Pfizer's already got emergency use. Like, they could get it rolled out. So I don't know why they're not, you know? 
So obviously there's something being delayed in the process or something. They need to get it done quick though. And I think maybe late January going into February is when we actually get a vaccine like starting to roll out. And then by mid next year we get like the tried and true best vaccine. And a lot of people are starting to take them. And then we got at least, I don't know what the population would be, but I don't even know what the margin would be on how many get it. But there would be a lot of people that get it. The economy starts to reopen. That would be the best case scenario. And I hope it happens. But short term wise, I don't think we'll see a vaccine for the whole month of December. At least one that's being rolled out in substantial quantities. And I think we see a spike in COVID cases. And I think your stay-at-home plays are the plays to start looking into. Look into Zoom. Look into Peloton. Look into Salesforce, uh, Microsoft with their online stuff. Anything that's related to the COVID online space. E-commerce. Look into those. And try to maybe reevaluate your positions in travel like carnival royal caribbean oh, sorry boys it's late what's the other ones airlines any airlines just start reevaluating but it might get a a little shaky I don't think it gets rough, though. I don't think we go into a lockdown. I don't think we go that far. Hopefully. I just don't think the country will let us go into another lockdown at this point. People will be outraged. But maybe. There's a chance. And that would definitely make those work-at-home plays go up in value. So be on the lookout for all those news. And play according to what the news is telling you. What stock should I be in? Think about it. And always look ahead, you know a week down the road are we still going to be in the same situation well then definitely looking to put your money into whatever sector it would be based on that news now there's also and I'll end with this because we're getting it almost around 15 minutes here I'll end with this two events to play here I'll give you three events to play I'll give you three plays First one, Slack Technologies, work, ticker work, being bought up by Salesforce. I've seen a lot of buyouts happen just this year alone. And it's almost a guarantee the share price is going to go up. You saw it with Sprint and T-Mobile. And I think Sprint doubled on the buyout. You saw it with Duncan Brands and Aspire Brands. Did you see what somebody else that I know of this year? Oh, there had to be another buyout. If you know of another buyout. <sighs> I would love to know. Because I think there's another one I'm forgetting that's pretty big too. That happened this year. Dang. I swear to God there was another bigger one. There's probably a lot of smaller ones too. But. Oh, I think Grubhub. Did they get bought out by someone? Some European company? I totally forgot about that. Grubhub might still be. I don't know. But 
look into work, okay? Just look into it. You don't even have to agree or like the player, even have the ability to, uh, or even have the sheer slightest interest in it. Just look into it. Maybe you'll find something out you didn't know. What can you lose? The second play. FedEx, UPS, even and like Amazon, it's logistics. I mean, any logistics. FedEx and UPS are the two big ones. There's news that they are running very low on vans this year for the holiday season. COVID shopping. Online shopping taking off. COVID. Which I call COVID shopping. There's two factors in that. And Christmas. Black Friday. Holiday season. New Year's. All this stuff. It's going to be at all-time highs for the amount of shipping packages these companies are going to have to deal with. The volume is going to be insane. And they already are running low on vans. They already know that they're going to struggle getting enough vans. I was going to work one day this week and passed by a FedEx worker who came out of a rental Penske. I don't know what. I think it's Penske. Rental tr rental van, you know, just a sprinter van. Rental, not even painted. It was just a literal like call this number to rent this van, you know, type of van. And a FedEx worker came out of it. They're literally going to rental companies to get enough vans, and they still can't find enough. That's gonna be insane. But how do you play this? Well, that could be really good news, and it could be really bad news. It's good if they're able to somehow find that need and get those vans because then they're able to deliver all those packages on time, seamless, easy, and their margins and their bottom line is still going to be there. They're going to make a lot of money this quarter just on the sheer amount of volume they have and they'll probably beat estimates quite substantially. If they're not able to get those vans and news is like they're delaying packages or something, that's short I, I'm not advising to ever short a stock but if they miss their bottom lines and they're missing estimates it's not going to look good for them finally and just think about that one because that one I'm not sure on you just think about that one we have what was the last one alright I figured it out I literally had to re-delete this audio. I couldn't figure it out. It's Peloton and Zoom. As we all know, Zoom reports at open next week. No, sorry, at close next week, Monday. Coming up quick here, Zoom reports. It felt like they reported literally last month, but they report earnings on Monday. If they're not able to deliver on their, I think they raised their guidance last quarter, if I'm not wrong. Even if they didn't, though, their numbers they're projecting are kind of insane. If they're not able to meet on those numbers, and if they're if they're not able to beat, even if they meet, I think it's not going to look good. But if they're not able to beat, and if they miss, especially if they miss pretty big, their stock's going to get hurt because they're not able to project on these numbers, and people are going to realize maybe these stay-at-home stocks are not the play. Maybe they got a little too ahead of themselves. Maybe they need to cool off. 
and I could tank that stock. I mean, tank it. I'm talking maybe 15% plus in a single day if they miss numbers. So that's a little too risky to even play options at all on earnings. Maybe a run up. You know, but I wouldn't hold overnight on that one unless you just got money laying around. But that'll also tell you something about Peloton. If they report good numbers, they beat again. The last quarter wasn't the same. If they do that again, that stock's going to go up. Peloton's going to go up. And Peloton's going to have strength for when their quarter comes up. And if Zoom's able to report good numbers, maybe hop in the Peloton. Maybe ride that wave up. And then trim your position before earnings. Maybe do a little speculative earnings play. Because if Zoom reports good and they beat, Peloton probably will. But they really got to, I mean, they got to, they got to do great. And they got to beat on a pretty high margin for their stock to continue to go up. Because it's already a little juicy at whatever Zoom's at. So, we'll see on that one. But I like that play. Anyways, this is now more than 20 minutes long. Thank you all for listening. See you again soon. I'm starting to read uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Shout out to the cult. Much love. Trade safe. Finish in the money. Start a long-term portfolio. And get trading. Thanks, everybody.